Parshas Balok, Shishi, chapter 23, verse 27, Perik of Gimel, Pasuk of Zayin. Let me please take you to another place. Perhaps it will be uh, good or straight in the eyes of Hashem, in God's eyes. And you'll curse for me, you'll curse them for me from there. It's not a language of uh, a command. The Kovenoi. Uh, like we had before in verse 13. Osit, but it's a language of the future. Ula Yishar maybe it'll please me find pleased in his eyes, and you will curse them to the for me from there. Takalal Oisek. You will curse him. Pasik of Ches, Vayikach Balak as Bilom. So Balak takes Bilom. Reish HaPe'oir to the peak of Pe'oir. Hanishkov HaPenei HaYishiman that looks overlooking the uh, wastelands. Now before, in Perich HaFalev, Pasik Chof, in Parshas Chukas, the Pasik says, Mibomis HaGai Asher Bizdei Moyov Reish HaPizgo and it says, Vinishkofa Pnei HaYishiman here it says, Reish HaPe'oir HaNishkofa Pnei HaYishiman. Over there it says, Reish HaPizgo HaNishkofa Pnei HaYishiman. Reish HaPizgo means Reish Romso, Reish HaSkitar Gumoi, and Pizgo Loshen Goiva. But I said, Vinishkofa Oisa HaPizgo HaPnei HaMokim Sheshmo Yishiman Vuloshen Midbar Shohu Shaman. So that the Pizgo, that height, overlooks uh the place which is Yishima, which is the Midbar. So that would be the Pshad here, but here it says Reish Hapoir. Now the uh the Pa'ir is the name of the Avidzore. But I'm just wondering if that is the same place because it's also Nishkavapne Yishima. But whatever in any event, so the Pasik Reish Rashi, Reish Hapoir, Koisim Hoya Balak, uh Bolok was the sorcerer. Viro and he saw Shehina Sidim Milka is Alide Poir that they are uh destined to be smitten through Poir. Actually Rashi on Bamidba Perikov Gimel Posikyu the Dalid earlier, Rashi says by Rosha Pizgo that Pilam Loy Hoyo Koisim Kibolok. Ro Bolok Sha Sida Pirzali Poritz Bisrol Shom Shem. So that means that not only was Balak also a Kaisim, but he was actually a greater Kaisim even than Bilam. So here he takes him also because of his Kaisim. He saw uh, that they are destined to be smitten by Poir. He didn't know with what. Omar, he said, Perhaps the curse is going to rest upon them from, from there. Likewise, all those gaze, stargazers, they see, 
but they don't really know uh, what they see. So although he knew that something is going to take place, but it's not at all what they think it is. Built for me here, seven altars. Prepare me over here, seven cows and uh, seven bulls and shiva elim and seven uh, rams. Um, specifically, telling him to build the seven mizbeches and the seven parim is not mentioned every single time. Uh, it's mentioned before in Perik in Pasuk Aleph. Just interesting when the Torah, sometimes the Torah mentions in the Ferish, this process. But it looks like all the time was the process of the Shiva Padm, the Shiva Elam, the seven Mizbechis, as Rashi pointed out, explained right in the very beginning. Pasuk Lamed, Vayaz Bolok, Asher Bilom, so Bolok did as Bilom did, said, Vayal Porvayelam Mizbech, and he brought up a cow, uh, the. Um, the ram and the, the bull and the ram on into on the Mizbeach. Pasik Alf. Bayar Bilam and Bilam saw Kitoy Bain Hashem that it's pleasant and good in the eyes of Hashem, Lavarakis Yisrael, to bless the Lahalak Kipam Lapam. he did not go as he did time and time, the class Nakashim, towards chancing that maybe he will uh chance and Bambinta Hashem able to curse them. But instead, he turned his face toward the desert. He says, He says, I don't have to test anymore. I know he doesn't want to curse them. He didn't do like, uh, like he did in the previous times, as he has done twice. Towards the Nechoshim, which means Lenachish, to sort of uh, chance and take a guess, perhaps Hashem will meet him and come towards him as he wishes. Omar, he says, he wants, but he doesn't want. So rather, he says, Omar, he said, whether he wants, or he doesn't want to come, to go guess and try to figure out what he wants. Ask it, Rabbi Nisayim. I will mention their sins. And then the curse will automatically rest because of mentioning of the sin. So he turned his face towards the desert, as the Targum translates it. That when he directed his face towards the desert, where the Bnei Yisrael made the golden calf. Pasuk Beis. So Bilam raises his eyes. Vayares Yisrael shoichin l'shvotov, and he sees that Israel is uh, resting by its tribes, the different tribes. Vati olav ruach elikim, and the spirit of Hashem rested upon him. Vayisa bilam aseinov zaktrashi biknes lachlid b'mayin ro. He wanted to, he seek to bring into them an evil eye. Vareyesh loch sholish midayisov. So here you have all of his three characteristics. Three measures of Bilam. Ayin Ra, he had a bad eye. The Ruach Gevoya, and he has a haughty spirit. The Nefesh Rechov, and he had a lust, a wide soul. Hamur Lumayla, that was said above. In Pirke Oves, Perik Hamishi, in Mishnah Yutes, it says that whoever has these three midas, the Mishnah says there that Ayin Ra, the Ruach Gevoya, the Nefesh Rechov, and the Tamid of 
Shal Bilam Harosha. In Rashi, before in Perichobeit Pasik Yud Gimel, when Bilam says to, uh, when Bilam responded to the Shluchim of Bolok, he says Hashem doesn't allow me to go with Halachim Mochem, but he says Elohim Sorim Gedoli Mikem. So Lamadnu Shaducha Gavoya that teaches us that he has he was very arrogant. And the Pasuk Yud Ches when he says to uh, Bilam, if you give him Loy Beisay Chesav Izov, Rashi says Lamadnu Shenashir Rechovim Lamed Mamanachid. And this is what sums it up over here. Rashi says from here we see all the three things that the Mishnah says. The Drucha Gavoya, Nefesh Rechava, and the Ayin Ro, which it says over here. So it goes in the order besides the one Ayin Ro, which is written over here, and then the Ruch Gavoya, which is first in the passing over there, and Rashi Taiches, and Nefesh Rechava So he saw that the Bnei Yisrael, Sheikh and Lishvoto. So Rashi Ro, called Shevet Veshevet, he saw that every tribe and tribe, Sheikh and Laatzme, is resting by themselves, where they live by themselves, Ve'enim Ravim, they're not mixed in. Ro, he saw Shein Pischei Mekovonim Zekenegedzeh, that the doors of the tents were not directed one opposite the other one. Not to look into the tent of his friend. But he, Allah, Ruach, and Lekim, so upon him there was a spirit of Hashem. It went up in his heart not to curse them. So he raised and his parable and he said, uh, This is the word of Bilam, the son of Be'ir. Benoi Be'ir means here not his son is Be'ir, but Bilam Benoi of Be'ir. Unum Hagever Sirashi. Unum Hagever. And this is the word of the man, Shesum Ha'ayin, with an open eye. Actually, it means that the it was punctured, his eyeball was punctured. So Shesum means a, as Rashi says, Eina Nukura, that it's been gouged. So, um, so that's this Shesum Ha'ayin. We'll see the Rashi. B'noi Ba'ayir, so Rashi, that his son was Ba'ayir, it looks like that means benoi bilam benoi bayer, but the bayer uh, of mean here is just like lemainoi moyim to a spring lemainoi of water. In pasuk vav we already have the lotion benoi tzipayer. It doesn't say bilam benoi tzipayer, but it says ino odai benoi tzipayer. Rashi already brings down over there also this pasuk of tilu lemainoi moyim. Still figure out exactly how the proof is from this pasuk Rashi brings down further Umedrash uh, Agode and the Agodic Madrash is Shneim Hoyu that both of them were greater than their fathers. Balok Bnoi Tsipir. That Balok, his son was Tsipir, even was Balok Ben Tsipir. But over there it says Balok Bnoi Tsipir. Which means that Aviv Benoyu Bemalchus, that his son, father was like his son in kingdom, that Balak was much greater than him. Ubilam, Godl Aviv Benavius, and Bilam was greater from his father in prophecy. So therefore, it's Bilam Benoy Bayer, his son is Bayer. Mana, Mana is the hundred, Ben Prasaya, the son of fifty. So, in other words, that the. Um, Father was less than him, and that's why he's called Benoi Ba'ir. Benoi was Ba'ir.
Rashi is referring to here to the previous Pasik. Pasik Yudches, Rashi's intention here is what it says over there, Benoit Tzipar, which is referring to Bolok, that his Benoit was Tzipar. And a similar situation is is with here, where it says Benoit Boyer. But Rashi has already said before also that they both of them, Sai Bilam and Sai Boyer, they were uh, both uh, prophets though, even though he was only a pras, but he was also a uh, prophet. In Rashi, Ambamidbar Perik Hafala Posuk Chavzayin, when it says, Alkain Yemru Hamoishlim, so Rashi, Hamoishlim Loshur Abim, that's Bilom Uba'oir, Vehem Omru. So there we see that Boir was also a Navi, but he was only a pras, as Rashi writes here. His eye was uh, gouged. was taken outside. And its hole appeared open. This is the language of the Mishnah. The word Yishtoim means to bore a hole and Yishtoim and to seal it. And to dry it. So Yishta means to puncture a hole. But I may say no Amru, and our teachers tell us the Fisha Omar, because he said Yisrael. And that was referring to that Yisrael. That the Holy One Blessed be sits and counts the seed that come forth. When will the drop that a tzaddik will be born from it? So Omar Beliba is so Bilam says in his heart, Mishu Kodish, one who is holy, Umishors of Kedoshim, and his servants are holy. Stakil Bedvarim Halalu should be looking into these things. And for this matter, Nismas Enishil Bilam, his eye was blinded. And there's other that explain an open eye. He says the open. Because he says in a singular way, open eye. And he doesn't say open eyes in a plural. That's how we learn that he was blind in one of his eyes. So, not like according to the other one, which refers to the um, closed eye, but here it's only one eye open, and therefore the other eye was closed. Because he was blind in one eye. This is the way Arashi in Mamidbar in Perich of Gilan Posse, you touch to Mispares Reva Yisrael, Rivi Oiseyem, that is Zerah Yetzim in Atash Mishalahem. Posik Dalad, Neum Shemeya Imrei El, the word of one who hears uh, God's words, God's sayings, Asher Machzai Shaddai Yechaze, who sees the visions of Hashem, of the Almighty. Falls and yet has open eyes. So Tarashi Neufeluglu Einoim Chutei The simple meaning is as the Targum renders it that she ain't neither olav elo balaylo that he doesn't appear to him only at night time. When he's lying, when he's falling down, I mean, he's lying. 
Then is Then he sees. Now, even though here it says the lashon, just observing here it says the lashon inayim the lashon yachid. Before he said shisum ha'ayin, the open eye. So, and here it says gilu inayim. So we're darshining the ayin as the other one as the second last yeshma farshim in Rashi. That it's um, from there we know the other eye was closed. Uh, that it was blind, but here it says Inayim. So here we have to tie to the Inayim means clearly down the vision. It's a metaphorically, not that he had actually that eye. Just to point, it seems like here is a Lashon Rabbim, there is a Lashon Yochid. Umedrashi, the Menesis, Nikla Olov, that when he appeared to him, he didn't have the power, the strength to stand his feet. Because he was uncircumcised, umos, and disgusted, it was disgusting, to appear to him while he is standing with an erect, uh, upright uh, before him. So therefore he would fall. Um, um, now, the question is, what does it mean? Before Rashi already said before that he only appeared to him at nighttime, uh, and he brought down from Ozavim Melech Bachaloi Malaylo Bachaloi Madaber Boy. But we have also that he told him all to wait at night to see what Shemus at nighttime. So he was already lying down. Presumably, or is he trying to say it was at night time? But even Rashi bring the Moshe like a person goes to the Pelegish. Does it mean though that uh, a, uh, maybe he was standing at night time and then he would fall? But presumably this was in his sleep. Presumably he was sleeping while he was lying down. And uh, as we see in the first shot, it says Malay Lok Shu So how if it is that way now? Maybe it's talking about these exceptional times because this was Dochad Babaykir in the mornings as Rashi, as the Pasuk said in the beginning if we stand the next morning when he went out presumably all these things took place in the morning or in the daytime so means when Hashem did appear to him occasionally on the on the daytime he would fall uh, because of uh, not to appear to him in the Kaimnus Kufa how good are your tents, Yaakov, Mishkim, Yisachah, Yisrael, your dwelling, Israel. Because he saw their doors, that they are not directed one next to another, you can't see in. Rashi has already said before, the Pasuk base, so one doesn't look into this friend's tent. Mishkinisecha means Chaniyisecha, your uh, resting, your encampments. Kitargume, as the Targum translates, and that that is also really mentioned in the pasuk before. Shaychen the Shvatov, Shaychen Ra'ah, called Shevid Shevid, Shaychen the Atzmei. Maybe that is the Chaniyisecha. That each one is uh, by himself. Dover Achaz says Rashi Nocha Abshat. Another interpretation. Matoyvu Oyelecha. How good are your tents? Matoyvu. How good is Oyel Shiloi Ubeis Elamim BeYishuvam? That refers to the tent of Shiloi uh, while they were in Shiloi and in the internal home in Shalayim. Uh, 
Biyushuvim when they are inhabited. So makrivim bem korbonis lechaper aleim. That in them you bring offerings to atone for them. Meaning for them, meaning for the Jewish people, that the Jewish people are atoned. So how good are these tents that they bring atonement? Um, but he was not talking about um, the oil. Why is he not talking about the oil? Uh, the one in the Mishkan, uh, in, in the desert, the oil in the Mishkan. I don't know why he has to say, Matoivu. Toivu is not the future. It can also mean uh, how good, or how goodly are your tents. Why are we excluding? Why are we talking only about oil versus the oil present? No. Um, now there was also the carbonas that they were mocking now too, no? In the in the um, the carbon pesach it says they only brought one pesach the whole time they didn't bring carbon pesach. I don't know if to look with regards to the other services were they not done during the period of time, the 38 years in the desert in between, uh, like all the uh, 40 years in the desert, was there no karbonis uh, then? No. So, Mishkin is Sekha, even when they are dis- desolate, they're destroyed, because they are a collateral for you. In other words, Hashem holds them as a collateral uh, for the inter-return. Their destruction is an atonement for the souls. So Mishkan Yisachar, Shneimar Kol Hashem as Chamosi, in Echadal Yidav Hashem has let out his anger. Bamekula, what did he? Uh, let, what did he um, uh, spend his fury? And what did he spend anger? Bamekula, the Yatsish Mitzian, they put on the fire and see it. But that is a kapora that forgave for the nefoshes, and that's a mashkin for the nefoshes. Uh, that's a collateral for the nefoshes. So that is Mishkan uh, So they're still doing the job. The the, the the Mishkan is doing the job that the Karbonis would do because the Mishkan itself is a kapora for them. Pasuk vav kincholim nitoyu. They extend like uh, streams. Kiganeis alinor like gardens on the river. Keaholim nota Hashem. Aholim is the name of plants that give off a good fragrance. They're like the aholim that Hashem planted, and also karozim alimoyim, like cedar that's on water. We'll see in Rashi. Kincholim nitoyu, they extend like streams. Shenerchu v'nimshchu lintoist lemerochik. The streams extend and drawn out for a great distance. Amru Rabbi Seinu mibrichoysev shaloyserosho. Uh, from the blessings of that evil person on Lamede Mahoya Belibu Lakalam, what his what was in his heart to curse them. Omar when he says in the first Pasik, Bayoshus El Hamid Barponov, that he placed his face towards the midbar, and when Hashem turned around his mouth. So Barchomeinoisuklishlaimer, he blessed them, similar to the curses that he wanted to say, Kidiso Bakhilik, as we find in Gemara Khilik is an Hadrin. And the Gemara of Adiris and Hadrin says that they shouldn't have synagogues and study halls. Therefore, 
so these are all uh, the different things that Gemara brings down there. Kaholim zekrashi kitargume like the tagmatayish loshin moir v'holish in tilim amhei tes. They are plants uh, and uh, named moir v'holish mirth and aloes. Not Hashem began Eden. Hashem planted in Eden loshin acher kaholim not Hashem. What does it mean kaholim not Hashem? Kashemayim amatuchim koil. It's like the skies that Hashem that are pulled over us like a tent, like a firmament. We find planting with regards to a tent, which in this case, we're touching uh, a holim, meaning the sky. And he uh, planted, uh, or he pitched the ole uh, apadne, the palatial tents. In Breshi's Perikhofal of Posik Lamed Gimel, the Posik says with regards to Avram, Bayita Eishel. And over there, um, the Rashi brings down Rav Shmuel, Chadomar Pardis, and Chadomar Punduk. So there, Lachere is Mutsinu Loshin Metiyah Baholim. Rashi brings down the Posik of the Neil, Bayita Ole Apadne. But Lachere Rashi over here brings down the, I guess, the Dover. Uh, Butter, well, the raya from the nil, as opposed to the raya from there, because over there there's other interpretations. Posig zayin yizal mayim medolyov. Water will flow from his wells. Vezare b'mayim rabim, and his seed will be in lots of waters. V'yoreim agag malkoi, and his king shall be raised over agag. V'sinosim alchus, and his kingship will be exalted. Yizomai Medolyov, Zakhtar Rashi Mibei Reisov, from his wells. Upirushikit Argumai. The Targum says, Kinachlin Dimidbarin, meaning the wells of the water, means probably the Mayim will flow Medolyov from the Be'er. He's talking about the Be'er Shemirim. The Zarroi Be'mayim Rabim, and his seed will have abundant water, which means Loshin Hatzlochahuzeh. That is success. Like seed that is sown on the water, which is very grows well. So meaning that his uh, he will be successful. The Yorim Agag Malkai, the his king will be raised. Melachrishin Shalahem Malkai, the Jewish king Yorim will be greater. Uh, that means Yichbash, he will conquer, Yorim, he will conquer, Malkai, Me'agag, as Agag Melachamolik, Agag, the king of Amolik. Visinosi Malchusoi, and his kingdom, Yaakov's kingdom, from his children, Shal Yaakov Yeser, Yeser, will be more and more, Shehi, Jove, Achrev, Dove, Deshloimeh, after him will come, after uh, the first king, which is. Uh, Shoal, then will come uh, David and Shlomo. Posikhei Ches Kel Mitziem Mitzrayim, God who's brought him out of Egypt. Kisayaf Yisraelim Loi. 
Kisayafes is a expression of strength, and the aim of Roman like Hointoyafes uh, means a lot, uh, strong, and the aim is like Rom, exalted Kitoyafes aim with the great strength and high and, and exaltness of his. Yoichal Goyim Tzorov, he will consume the nations, those who are his their enemies. And their bones, Yigorim, Rashi brings down to shot him. Um, but Yigorim means that he'll eat it till, clean it out towards the bottom, you know, wipe up the bones, you know, like when somebody eats and eats up all the ways till the end of it. The chitz of Yimchatz. And his arrows, he will dip in the Goyish uh, blood. We'll see in Rashi. Rashi kel mitzim mitzrayim mi gorem lehem hagdula hazoyis who causes who causes them mi gorem hagdula who causes this greatness kel mitzim mitzrayim is Hashem who takes matter of Egypt the toik v'reim shaloi with his strength and his exaltness yoy chalas agoyim shem tzoreis tzoreiv he will consume the nations who are his enemies. And the bones of Shalzorim, of the adversaries, Yigorim, Yigorim, Menachem, Posar, Bailosh, and Shvira. Menachem interprets this word as breaking up. Similarly, the Tais, the wolves, did not gnu the bones, Gormu, in the morning. Similarly, it's shards you shall break to Garmi. So that is breaking the bones of the enemy. And I say, Rashi says, that this is the last lotion of a bone. The word of Yugorim is also a bone. The bones he will bone. What does it mean? That he strips the surrounding flesh, Mishina with his teeth, Misaviv all around, and the marrow that's inside, Umamid Ha'etzem Al Aramimusa, and leaving the bone in its bare state. So Vatsmiseyem, you got him, he will leave them in their bare state, leave them as it, bone, it, only bone without anything else on it. The Chitzov Yimchatz. Chitzov, who's Chitzov? Zakrashi unklus tirgam Chitzov shaltzori. Chitzov his arrows, meaning the enemy's arrows. Chaluka shalahem. In this type of Chitzov, is not doesn't mean arrow. It means the splitting, uh, like chetzyoi, uh, like half, like the split. Chaluka shalahem. Kimoi, like it says. Uh, in the brachas of Yaakov to Yosef, meaning the meaning those who were fit to split with him, uh, the brothers, uh, the balechitzim, those who were split with him, the nachla, the Yerusha. Uh, so that's called. So the word chitzi is more plukto. Those people that should split should take half. And also here it means same thing as yimchotz. That the half yimchotz is loshin umochatzo v'cholfor akosei. That it says in Shoftim of the loshin umochatzo uh, is um, like it says there the split and struck through the uh, rakosei through his through his head in Shoftim hey chavov. 
So sheyachtsu es arzo, that they will split their uh, their land, that the yidden v'chitzov yibchutz, they will split the half, the parts of the other of the other nations. So v'chitzov their half yibchutz, they will split, meaning that the Jews will inherit their land. Uh, but also in, in actually Prosik in Breshis of there Rashi brings two Pshatim uh, even though Rashi uses it as a Raya to the Pshat of Chetzilosh and splitting over there Rashi also brings that we can tie Chetzilosh means Mamesh arrows yes Lifter and so Rashi says we can also interpret Losh Chetzilosh Mamesh that is thinking about arrows actually Chetzilosh Lakadosh Baruch Hu that is talking about the arrows of Lakadosh Baruch Hu Yim Chatz B'damam Meaning he will dip in the blood shall Sodom of the enemies. Yidbel that he will dip and he will stain the arrows of their blood. Kimoi, like it says in the pasuk Leman, Timchatz Raglecha Badam in Tehillim Samach Ches Chovdalot. He will dip um, in order that your foot may uh, wade through blood. Timchatz Raglecha Badam in Tehillim Samach Ches Chovdalot. And uh, it does not really move away from the language of Makkah, like the language of Machatsti, meaning wounding. Because something which is stained with blood appears as if it was wounded and stricken. So Vichitsov and his arrows, Hashem's arrows, Yimchatz, he will. Uh, dip in blood means they will come across that they were uh, wounded, uh, that he wounded someone he crouches and he lies like a lion and like a lioness uh, who can get him up those who bless you will bless those who curse you will be cursed those who they will settle the land with uh, might and with power. So the anger of Bolok flared against Bilam. And he's banged his hands. And Bolok says to Bilam, I called you to curse my enemies. And behold, you have blessed them. Three times. He clapped one against the other. Run away to your place. I said that we are going to honor you. And behold, God has prevented you from honor. So Bilam says to Bolak, But did I not also to your messengers? That you sent to me, I have spoken saying. If Balak will give me a full house with silver and gold, I am not able to transgress the word Hashem. To do good or bad from my heart. What I want, what I wish. What Hashem speaks, that I speak. To transgress the word of Hashem. It doesn't say, as he said in the first time before. Because he realized that he was already become disgusted by Hashem and he was already uh, 
uh, banished, been uh, pushed away by Hashem.